1: It's Locked On Hornets coming back at you again in like basically 12 hours worth of time. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Local experts on the number one daily sports podcast network. You can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get your pods. And you can follow us on Twitter at On Hornets, at Walker Mail, and at Nada the Scribe. As we do every single Friday now, another new tradition that we've picked up basically the last month. We're going to be explaining our tweets in the last segment. But first, Nada, in somewhat of a the same vein as yesterday, we're going to be giving you our live reactions of one, what we did yesterday with the trades, but also we're giving you this podcast basically on the heels of Mitch Kupchak's comments. We're getting in these tweets on what Kupchak is saying, talking about it a little bit beforehand. And now we're recording. You're hearing our fresh off the top of the dome thoughts on what Mitch Kupchak has told press. Following his move to get Brad Wanamaker and kind of talking about the Lamelo Ball injury.
0: Yeah, exactly. And a bunch of y'all are gonna that were in my mentions all disappointed, expecting (laughs) some sort of center. A bunch of y'all are gonna owe me an apology after we're done with this because
1: why your mentions you discuss your mentions you anybody that enters that realm of Nada's world should get ready to get a flamethrower blasted on them because. Every time we talk on the podcast, you warn people and people still get in there, and it's hilarious. It's like, it's like the crazy angry old man that says, Get off my lawn. The lawn is your mentions, and you mention it every podcast. Like,
0: I'm just trying to tell people, use your noodle. When you talk to me, <laughs> talk to me like I have some semblance of intelligence, please. Because generally, if you act stupid in my mentions, I am going to insult you and I'm going to be condescending. You know why? Because you were dumb. That's why uh, if you guys um, are going to have to mind me. I am on my second again. this I'm still in the second phase of my covid vaccine. And for some reason, I'm a little bit more angry than I normally am.
1: Is irritability a the side effect it, of the it, second it vaccine? Be.
0: It just might be.
1: Oh, on, on top of someone that just brings this without the vaccine within themselves anyway. Uh, by the way, you mentioned Noodle. Are you too old for PB&J Otter? Um, probably. Probably. Yeah, PB&J Otter, Noodle Dance. I don't know how many people listening out there can recognize that reference. But when I was in preschool and in kindergarten, I got down to the noodle dance when PB and Jay Otter brought that out at the end of every show. All right, let's talk about Mitch Kupchak's comments. Nada, is there something that catches your eye more? Well, actually scratch that. We're going to talk about LaMelo Ball's injury first. Yes, we are. This is what we need to talk about most because earlier this week, we discussed how we wouldn't be optimistic about him coming back and playing it all this season. I feel like there's a lot of confusion because <laughs> what's happened is Ashley Strowline has it first. We've already given the teammate from Tegna a shout out. Also shout out to Nick Carboni joined him last night on WCNC to talk about the Charlotte Hornets. And so a lot of fun working with those guys, basically Nick Carboni also just giving a shout out to Stroh for coming up with the report first, but she just flat out said the facts, right? Four weeks recovery mm-hmm. from the surgery, and then they're going to start rehab. Fair enough. Sham Sharania, a few hours later, he tweets out that they're going to reevaluate in four weeks and there's a possibility his season isn't over. Mitch Kupchak, he puts out there in this comment that they are not assuming LaMelo Ball's season is completely over, and then they talk about it further, Nada. And here's more from Mitch Kupchak. Dr. Michelle Carlson is who he's referencing here. He said, quote, Her feeling was that there would be a surgery with a pin placed where the fracture was, let's say five weeks in a cast, and then with young people, they expect a bone to heal in five or six weeks. Okay, so you've got that. Yes. And then Mitch Kupchak kind of talks a little bit more about how that's when they're going to start the rehab process. Well, first it's four weeks, then Mitch Kupchak maybe just kind of throwing out a number that's not necessarily, you know, strict, strict interpretation, right? Like, I don't want to hold him to that. Hey, you said this, but whatever, right? So maybe four or five weeks, and then you're starting to reevaluate and figure out what's going on. I don't blame people. For getting optimistic about LaMelo coming back, because you hear it from a couple of different sources. And look, if he does, fine. Like, I want LaMelo to come back. It would be awesome to see the best thing that's happened to this franchise in decades come back and give you a little bit of a dessert at the end of the regular season. I just don't want people to get so optimistic to the point they expect it and then they're disappointed at the end of the season. If you want to hold on to that little fringe of hope, then okay, that's fine. But just don't expect him to come back because I feel like we're getting some mixed signals. And overall, I think when we read between the lines, Lamelo's—he's done, right? Nada. Like I—I yeah. I can't expect him to come back.
0: Like here's the thing, Walker. I applaud you for trying to give people hope and saying uh, uh, again, you're allowing people to hope and believe and and thinking that Lamelo's going to come back. Well, I'm
1: just saying I don't blame them. I, I don't. I'm not optimistic. I'm just saying I don't blame them for thinking that because of the, because of the messages that we've heard.
0: Here's my thing. I, I'm one of those that believes in just past history showing up in present time. If you are going to stand a guy to the point where you're going to say, quite honestly, he's again, he, maybe he's coming back, you are being completely ignorant of NBA history. Completely. Completely. I would also say that the fact that the, the messaging, and this is I guess this is where I'm really, 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 really annoyed, is that the hornets, I, I would just feel better if they would just say, "Look, he's done for the season. And I understand that you you want to keep that hope open because again you're seeing tickets come open. You, they're trying that.
1: That's right. That's right.
0: And and I and again I don't I can't fully not the hustle, but I want fans to kind <laughs> of be smarter to to understand that. Look, the only reason they're keeping that hope alive is to get you to go to, go to a game, and that's that's all well fine and good. And there's that, but. Don't get your hopes up for something that looks like it's nothing more than media hype. If you do the math, if we go legitimately by what Mitch Kupchak just said, we're talking about at least five weeks before we even start thinking about rehab. That's probably, again, five weeks plus rehab is probably what you would say probably the end of the season. Correct, Walker?
1: Yeah. I mean, yes. Yes. If you look at the timeline, like this is a direct quote. This is not us trying to interpret what's going on. This is a direct quote from Kupchak. Her feeling was that there would be a surgery with a pin place where the fracture was, let's say five weeks in a cast. And then with young people, they expect a bone to heal in five or six weeks. And then you start to rehab and Mitch Kupchak is also discussing how they don't want to rush him back because the big picture is still something you have to consider. And Nick Carbone tweeting again um, after some of those comments, he said, again, the cast won't come off for four or five weeks, then rehab and more scans first. Like, it, it's just a long road, people. I, we, we've spent so much time trying to figure out if there's a shot. Sure. There there might be. okay. I'm just telling you that's nothing that you need to hit your wagon.
0: to. No, it's not something you should hit your wagon to, because at this point, if you're going to be if you're going to be that kind of hopeful, you are probably the same type that is going to get exploited by somebody. I just want you guys to be a little bit like don't dive fully in. Enjoy the season without expectations, because as we'll further explain probably later in the podcast there again, the expectations that some of you had for have for the season, Mitch Kupchak in the front office clearly didn't.
1: All right, we're going to get to that in just a moment. Some of the other comments that Mitch Kupchak had to say bet online a G. It's the fastest and it's the easiest way to bet on all your sports action football that might be over. But the NBA, college basketball, the NHL, they're all in full swing. And Bet Online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. You can get real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. So head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts, promo code LOCKEDON. We'll dissect more cup checks, comments, coming up next on the Locked On Hornets podcast. This is Locked On Hornets. I do not like the mb2 nickname that Lame- oh it's bad lamello come yeah. on man I mean look I, I love everything else about you but the mb times two how in the world do you not like airbnb but you like mb times two I yeah. it, that's that's bad we can't allow him to create and that's the that's the, the reason the rule exists you can't give yourself your nickname you can't do no, that exactly so, this is
0: as I'm, bad as Kevin Durant wanted to call himself the serpent
1: it's time for more of the locked on hornets podcast Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. You can follow the Locked On Today pod wherever you get your podcast. And by the way, shout out to the podcast network. Man, tons and tons of content has been pumped out the last couple of days in a bunch of different avenues, whether it's the locker room app where you can join certain hosts, making us look lazy, making us look like we're not fully in, even though Nada, I know, both of us are yes. crazy busy. It still doesn't make us look great. Still, great job from everybody else pumping all this content out, making sure that they give you a ton of content for the trade deadline. Just a big shout-out to the Locked On Podcast Network. All right, Nada, um, I'll let you take this, all right? You be the driver. What's another comment from Mitch Kupchak that you wanted to uh, dissect first and foremost, Whether um, whatever he said, that you think uh, was particularly noteworthy. All right.
0: I want to bring up the point about the Brad Wanamaker thing because everyone thinks, oh my God, Brad Wanamaker, that's going to be our replacement. That's the 15th man, this, that, and the third. Au contraire, my friends, Cupcheck said in this press conference that Brad, the Brad Wanamaker trade did not prevent them from landing a buyout player. They can create a roster spot by waiving a player, and based on the exception the the Hornets have, and I'm assuming that's the trade exception that they probably earned, which was probably nothing more than about a $1 million or $2 million trade exception, there's no difference financially. So if someone wants to, if they want to be in there for the Gorgie Jangs, and they want to be in there for the Hassan Whitesides, which... Kind of makes me vomit in my mouth, if I'm, if I'm going to be really honest with you guys. <laughs> um, if they want to be in for that, they're still in. I thought, and again, this is where I'm going to tell myself that I was wrong because I thought them doing that was basically saying, okay, the centers are probably not going to come here. Apparently that's wrong because Chris Haynes says that the Hornets are one of six teams that's going to pitch to Andre Drummond. That one I don't think is happening. But would I be surprised to see a Gorgie Jang here? No, not really at all.
1: Um, I have a question for you. Put it on the poll. Mm-hmm. What big man has been linked more to the Charlotte Hornets over their tenure? Andre Drummond or Hassan Whiteside? Which one is it?
0: Well, I'm. you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go with the guy that is um, that has actually been linked and actually worked out for them, and that would be one Hassan Whiteside. I think he's okay. been linked more.
1: I mean, how many times have we had, I mean, over the course of the last at least three years, and even before that, how many times have we heard those two? I mean, it's been more Andre Drummond recently, but those both of those big guys, we've been trying to get them in the purple and teal for so long now. Uh, maybe Drummond could just, even if Doug wants to keep him away, I may, <laughs> I mean, it just might happen. Uh, it, it's There's just been so many discussions surrounding those two guys playing for the Charlotte Hornets. Um, one thing I wanted to talk about with Brad Wanamaker, not a It's something Sam Purley tweeted out, Mm -hmm. and he discussed the chemistry that Brad Wanamaker has with Terry Rozier and Gordon Hayward. And based on that chemistry, Mitch Kupchak admitted that actually factored in to why they decided to go after Wanamaker from Golden State, because Wanamaker played with, again, Rozier and Hayward with the Celtics in playoff games, over 20 playoff games. They all were on the court together, and he said that factored in. I like raised an eyebrow to that because that's a
0: that's a that's a light flex by Mitch on that. If we're honest, <laughs> you,
1: you you think he's just trolling the Celtics? Oh, absolutely, and
0: all of this. absolutely. Because here's the thing, <laughs> like the Boston Celtics went out there yesterday and tried to replace Gordon Hayward with Diet Gordon Hayward and Evan Fournier. <laughs> and again, how's that trade exception working for you, Danny? Because again, we oh, got, again we got to hang another banner for the Danny Ainge all-stars of almost got him because you know who they almost got yesterday Walker they almost got Aaron Gordon and darn it they stayed Well just and that, didn't that's the thing
1: enough. dude like think think about this okay because Danny Ainge is always discussing that it's the it's the timeless joke of almost got him with Danny Ainge but this other team just decided to do this they were in on every deal whatever man Aaron Gordon he went to the Denver Nuggets pretty light I yeah. I I mean if you're the Celtics you could have given up a first round pick to go get Gordon that was less protected, and you could have done something to match that offer. And I know people like RJ Hampton. I like Gary Harris too. Um, but he's often injured. You could have done something to go get Aaron Gordon. And look, you settled for Fournier, and I think it doesn't move the needle for me nada i mean it's a fine depth move mm-hmm. you don't have to pay a ton you give up two second round picks but that that's the thing right yeah. like it's its the fact that somebody else came in with this huge godfather offer denver didn't do that yeah. and so danny Ainge gets exploited in this move if you really wanted aaron gordon then the numbers and the return says you could have had him and you didn't pull the trigger exactly
0: and you know what though that 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 that's uh, quite honestly you've seen purple rain right Please tell me. Yes, I okay, have. Okay, good. So you know what Mitch did? <laughs> that that pause? I was taking a drink. Yeah, no, no. And you, that you pause me. scared the hell out of you. you. No, know, it did because I was really about to yell at you if you did. But I, I was. Uh, but the thing is, so you know that scene where Mars Day, de- like it's after Prince Prince's father dies or commits suicide. And or no, no, he shoots himself, but he doesn't he doesn't die for some reason. So, do, do, again, the plot right. of Purple Rain. Have doesn't you make, seen the movie? Yes, I have seen the movie. <laughs> but the plot never makes sense in, in Purple Rain. And again, the plot's not even that that important. But Mars Day walks up after Prince's father is in the hospital after a shooting. And he asks and Morris Day asks Prince, how's the family? That was Mitch's how's the family moment right there. That That's what it was. How's the family?
1: We got another guy. You know company. how it is. Exactly. They're all playing for Charlotte right now. Here's here's where the real flex is going to come in, is if Terry Rozier comes in with the Hornets and has his two best seasons of his career, and then Gordon Hayward comes in and on a higher volume, plays just as well as he ever did with the Celtics, and then Brad Wanamaker comes back in with the Hornets, and he shoots 50% from the field, and in this little stretch shoots 40% from three. That would be the true flex where all three of the uh, former Celtics that we have having career seasons, that's what I want to happen just to throw it in Danny Ainge's face.
0: Yeah, look, at this point, like, you're the one that keeps holding me back on saying Terry Rozier's look better than, better in a Hornets uniform than he has under the wizard Brad Stevens. You're the one that holds me back on that. But you know what? <laughs> I'm going to, uh, again, I understand. You're, you're about restraint. You're about giving people hope and well, everything look, else it's like
1: true. Like, I don't hold you back. It, it, that's just facts. He has looked better under Borrego. I just don't know if Borrego was this genius that decided to put Terry Rogier into this one spot that allowed him to play so much better because his, his hand was kind of forced, but we did, you're right. We, well, hold I on. mean, that is straight fact. We
0: did this again. We let, we let the media, we let the national media do this for, for it. We let them do it for Brad Stevens. I T why can't we do it here?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, fair enough. Mm-hmm. We, we are, that's fine. We can give James Borrego his flowers, as you like to say, and say that he is the one responsible for Terry Rogier's success with the Charlotte Hornets. We got more comments to get through. And also we've got a game tonight against the Miami Heat. The Heat look a little different. Um, we'll talk about if there's a chance that maybe Victor Oladipo could play, um, or do anything with the heat and what maybe the chances are LaMarcus Aldridge is going to sign with the heat and, uh, we'll get to all of that coming up in just one moment. But first I do want to discuss built bar because yes, nada, we still have the built bar madness oh, tournament to it, get through now. <laughs> and the last matchup it's cookie dough chunk versus the winner of coconut versus birthday cake and i don't know if we have that result in i'm gonna pull it up right now you know me yes close follower of the Bilt barb madness bracket Absolutely. so i'm going to make sure i get that picture it's mint brownie that comes in and wins by the way against coconut oh, they did. that's
0: really wow
1: that's the that's the latest development but i don't think we have the winner We don't. of uh uh, no, we do. Cookies and cream. Cookies and cream is who cookie dough no junk and birthday cakes uh, matchup is going to be. So it's going to be cookies and cream. That's going to be the matchup. Um, so who do you think wins? Nada? who do you think is going to win this particular fight that we have in Bill Barman? You
0: know what? I, I, I don't know. I don't know if you're going to put me on the spot like this. like I don't feel com- comfortable naming a winner on this. I really don't. <laughs> you're cookie, you're gonna dough bow out. Cookie, cookie dough chunk. I'm gonna, I think I'm going to go with
1: that's what yeah. I'm going with. I think cookie dough chunk is going to end up the winner and eventually moving on. And it doesn't really matter. I hear you as to why you don't really want to give your opinion, basically, because all of these built yeah, Bars good, are though. extremely delicious. And not only are they delicious, but they're low calorie. They're low sugar. If you're on the keto diet, it's great for that too. It doesn't matter. They're just healthy, man. They range anywhere from basically you're sitting at 130, 180 calories. It's nothing. You're eating nothing and it's t- and it tastes like a dessert after you work out. So it's fantastic. Make sure you check out builtbar.com. You can also vote on these matchups and make sure you order a box locked 15. That's the promo code. You can use locked 15 to go order your next box of built bars. Um, it's locked. On hornets podcast we got plenty more coming up in the next segment regarding mitch kupchak's comments in the game tonight against the miami heat this is locked on hornets and i was cutting a rug in that place not a funk master flex shout out so to
0: him again walker how old are you again
1: uh i am 28 years old
0: <laughs> i didn't know a person under 35 used cutting a rug anymore
1: it's time for more of the locked on hornets podcast Get more analysis on the top prospects available in this year's NBA draft with the Locked On NBA Draft podcast. Scouting reports, draft rumors, mock drafts, and full coverage of March Madness four days a week from credentialed draft experts. Subscribe today and follow Locked On NBA Draft. Anything that we missed with Mitch Kupchak, Nada, that you wanted to address? Oh, yes, 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 because another one of (laughs) these. I say that sarcastically.
0: (laughs) Because... One thing, thank you for Sam, Sam Purley for writing this one, for tweeting this one out, uh, Sam Purley of the Hornet, Hornets.com. But he also, again, Mitch Kupchak also mentions the team has improvement across the board from the younger play, players, and maybe they're a little bit ahead of where they thought they'd be. Describes young rookie Lamelo Ball as very advanced. Gee, guys, it's almost like there weren't any expectations that Gordon Hayward. Wasn't going to be this catalyst to the playoffs. It's almost like they again what they said at the beginning of the season when Mitch dodged the playoff question, when James Borrego dodged the playoff question, when they both said during that opening pre- during that preseason press conference that, oh my God, we're only focused on development. Listen to what people say when they're doing these press conferences do the research there are too many of you guys that didn't think that there was a plan involved in place when that when everything came together that this is all luck and happenstance and no There is a plan in place. The four pillars worked. The plan worked. This Again, the big thing that happened, the the only thing that was luck and happenstance was moving up to three and drafting LaMelo Ball. That's the only thing that absolutely was complete luck. Everything else has been a plan. And it's almost like Mitch knows what he's doing.
1: Yeah, I think... It, the Gordon Hayward contract with, with all that money, it was highly scrutinized certainly by me as well. And it's worked out better than I thought it would this year. Again, we can't forget about those three years left on his deal, but it has worked out a lot better. And right now they hold fourth place, fourth place in the Eastern conference standings. Now let's just take a moment and, and, and and try to make sense of that. Okay. Mm. I'm looking at the Eastern conference standings, 60% of the season over with, yes. And the Hornets are a top four team in the Eastern Conference. Yes. I really can't wrap my brain around that. Now, when we talk about luck, certainly that happened when you moved up in the lottery. It, long overdue, by the yes, way, exactly. uh, luck in the lottery. But they move up. They get LaMelo Ball. There's even luck because James Wiseman wasn't available for them to select. And I think they would have selected him. But, you know, we don't ever have to talk about that again. <laughs> but they, they, they get LaMelo Ball. And so you also have the Eastern Conference having massive disappointing outputs from the Boston Celtics. They're eighth. Yeah. The Miami Heat, they're seventh right now, even though they're coming with that trade for Victor Oladipo. And you got Spo, you got Jimmy Butler. Uh, the Indiana Pacers, they've been really hurt by injuries with even trading for Karis Laverde, and he can't suit up for a while. He looked really good, hit that. Uh, dagger the other night. That was awesome to see. But the point being, the Eastern Conference, it's weaker than we all thought. And the Charlotte Hornets, they got career years from Terry Rozier. LaMelo Ball is not only a rookie of the year candidate, but a guy that's putting up Hall of Fame type rookie numbers. That's how good he's been Mm -hmm. and numbers that affect winning. And so you also are able to survive these West Coast road trips, Nada. Going 500 in the first one, going two and four, with a slate that included the two LA teams in Denver, oh, okay, I don't care. Or excuse me, two and three, actually, not two and four. But you lose those games, who cares? Like all of those teams are championship contending to some degree. Yeah. They keep surviving those stints, and the last little bit of the schedule, it eases up for them. Nada, this is a real shot. I, I'm, I don't, I don't want to get people's hopes up, but at the same time, I'm kind of looking at these standings. I'm like, you know what? And maybe the Heat's coming. I, I can't count Boston out. But there's a real shot that even without LaMelo, the Hornets possibly could get in the top six. If you wanted me to bet on it, you wanted me to go on bet online AG and put money on where I think the Hornets are going to end up, I would say play in. I mean, that's, what, that's where I think. Okay. But if you're asking me, is there a possibility that they could actually get a top uh, six spot outright? Yeah, I think there's a possibility.
0: Can I... Can, I need you to do me a favor. Repeat this after oh, no. me. Okay. Enjoy. Enjoy. The...
1: The ride. (laughs) Enjoy the ride. And I understand it. I do. I understand to enjoy the ride. There would be a difference if you were asking me what I'm hoping for. Because I didn't say that. Right. Like I'm not, I'm not necessarily holding on to a playoff spot. And if they don't get it, I'm going to be crazy disappointed. Right? Like I, I get your point with that. But if you're just flat out with no strings attached, no emotions here. Is there a chance that the Hornets get a top six spot? I mean, not a, I do think that there is that possibility because I don't fully buy into the Hawks. Miami is a team I do buy into that's going to pass them up, but I think the Hornets are a better team than the New York Knicks. You know, the Celtics can pass them for sure as well. That would put them in the sixth spot. You know, Indiana is troublesome. Chicago, I don't know what to make of Vooch and Levine together and Toronto. They're not coming back. Yeah, like, there's a shot. They get this top six spot. Yeah,
0: like, I do believe that they get a top six spot, but even if they don't, I don't... Like, there was no expectation to the season for me. You know who gave me the idea to not expect anything? Mitch and JB. So, like... <laughs>
1: You just wanted to yell again. That's what. No, what, you want.
0: what I'm um, it's not even that I want to yell again. It's literally that <laughs> and this is like the exhausting part about all of this. People want to place expectations after after a couple of months. And you know what? Honestly, the time for expectations, the time to ruin all of this, the time to basically sour your experience with expectations is next season. Just enjoy the friggin' ride, guys. Because they're <laughs> because next year you're going to be upset every time they're supposed to win and they don't. You're you're going to be upset that they're not supposed they're not where you, they're, your expectations for them are supposed to be.
1: Well, well but before we move before we move on, I think it's fair to have expectations next season. Not oh no, I mean no. I, I'm I,
0: I'm not saying I'm not saying that. Here's the thing I'm not saying oh, that. It's not gonna be fit it's it's not fair to add expectations to next season don't get me wrong absolutely and I'm going to be doing the same thing but for this year, yo this is free money and a whole bunch of y'all are like ah uh, nah bump that free money let me go actually have to pay for this ex- expectation now. Y'all are, trying, yeah, I, y'all are trying to rush to this expectation land and put your pride in there and willingly w- being willing to hurt yourselves over this stuff. And I'm just like, no, hold off. Enjoy this. Because a bunch of y'all yeah. are just like, yo, let's go do this now. Let's go. Again, we're, we're at the big boy table, not understanding that the kids' table is kind of fine and you get the same food anyway.
1: How long did you have to sit at the kids' table at Thanksgiving?
0: Not very long. That's the benefit of being the first of six kids. Like, after a while, (laughs) like, there are just too many kids at the kids' table, and you get to sit with the adults.
1: Yeah. I always was sitting with the adults, man. Yeah. I, I, there, there weren't a whole lot of kids anyway that I was eating with at Thanksgiving. So they're like, that'd be weird. It'd be, it'd be neglect. Mm -hmm. It wouldn't just have him eat at the kids table. It'd be neglect if we had him at this table by himself on Thanksgiving. So I never had to have that experience. All right, let's go to the tweets. Let's uh, explain our tweets from the last week. We got some time still. Um, Yesterday, not a, I tweeted out for Brad Wanamaker, all I can think of is Joe Dirt's real last oh, name. If you're familiar with the movie, Joe Dirt's real last name that he finds out at the end of the movie, spoiler alert, it's Maker, and that's how he's able to find his real parents at the end of all of this, essentially. Um, that's all I can think of. Is this a Two Americas thing, Nada, where you haven't seen Joe Dirt and I have? Yeah, it probably is. It probably is. Like I, I thought it probably it, was.
0: It, it probably is. Like The thing is, I, I have never... And maybe this is just me, like, after Black Sheep, I have never really wanted to, like go out and actively seek a David Spade movie. Like,
1: I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's totally fair. No, you don't have to apologize for that. That's totally fair. It's definitely a two America's thing because I love Joe dirt. It's, it's hilarious to me, but that's totally a white guy thing. It has to be. And I am uh, and I completely accept that. The other one that I had is this happened to me a week ago, right? So March madness starts. And I tweeted this out, and I put the Kevin Hart gif, for real, what happened? And this what I put out. Just had a sitcom moment with the TV blacking out as soon as a took that shot. This was the game that started us all off. Virginia Tech, Florida, mm-hmm. fantastic game back and forth. Goes to overtime, and it goes to overtime because a for Virginia Tech hits that three from deep, and it splashes. But me, Nada, I did not find that out. Until I had to go through like a ten to fifteen second blackout on the television, oh, no. and it was a, it, I'm it is a true sitcom moment. Okay, mm-hmm. it, Aline gets the basketball, and he is he is uh, gearing up for the shot, and boom, blackout. Like it's it's to a oh, T. so you your got worst sopranos? nightmare in a situation like you that. got
0: Sopranos then?
1: <laughs> I did. I totally yeah, did. Uh, at, I, see, I've I, I used... seen the Sopranos, so I can make that joke. Like. Well, I just know the reference. I actually haven't seen the entirety. Are you mad at me now? You you what? Uh, what I haven't are, seen The Sopranos. I'm sorry. I need to watch The Wire before I watch The Sopranos. Wa- walker, 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 Walker. <laughs> I've seen Purple Rain. Can we go back to that?
0: Walker, Walker. You know what? I'm going to let everybody else yell at you. Um, I, I,
1: but I got the reference. Is there no credit there, for that? There
0: is slightly crowded.
1: But wow. 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 Um, Yeah. Let's, let's just uh, move on. Let's just move on, please. Anyways, it was it was brutal and I hated it. It's the only time. Uh, it, it was to a T, man. He's gearing up for the shot. It's not. He doesn't let it fly yet. And the TV goes out. Um, I'm just glad I was able to find out afterwards what exactly happened. Um, and, uh, you got something, yeah. Nada. Why don't you put your tweet in there? It was basically somebody in your mentions and this time you actually liked oh, no, it. You liked no, again, this reference this one, on this Twitter. This one
0: was hilarious and I got to find the guy because again, it was really that good. Shout out to Steve Price at QC price. He's like, you can't convince me Brad Wanamaker is in the center. That's the center's name. If I've ever heard one point guard, get the, you know what out. And you know what? <laughs> He's right. It was funny. I got to give for everyone that was acting and crying all in my mentions. You know what? I am very happy to say thank you, Steve Price, for providing me a moment of levity, a
1: moment of peace. Thank you so all much. All right, if, if we go just best or most stereotypical big man names that you've ever heard, I, it, it's a tough game to play a, 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 at, at in a moment's notice. But for some reason, Jack Sigma keeps coming to mind i don't know why just jack sigma seems like a big man name that is the most stereotypical that i can think the, of. yeah yeah matt geiger go, goes along well actually you oh, know that's a really good one i can't believe i didn't like think of matt it. geiger
0: and then if you really think about it arvidas sabonis is just perfect like the perfect
1: yeah well i mean the european big the man european the big white man guy, guy european destroy, for yeah. sure like literally
0: it's up there with ivan drago like that's where it is. That we are. Like the machine, the foreign machine that just comes over and destroys.
1: How about John Conkac? How about that one? You like that one?
0: Oh yeah, first million dollar, first million dollar contract in the NBA too.
1: That's right. That's right. Yeah. What a what a what a a, a trivia question. John Conkac yeah. having a, a finesse a place in the finesse Hall of Fame when it comes to the bank. All um, start um, the last bank. one. Not a you, are you you put this tweet in there. And I thought it was hilarious. So well, it's gonna, the meme. Yeah,
0: you're going to make me feel really old. OK, go ahead. Go ahead.
1: OK, yeah, uh, I'm sorry, but uh, also I'm not so sorry. You put a meme in there of a grandma walking along with her granddaughter and coming out of the word bubble of the grandma, it says uh, it, it's what? what is this one that you put um, out there? There Goodness were art holidays. galleries
0: in Noda. Sure, grandma.
1: Thank it's you. It's time to get you to
0: bed. <laughs> Do
1: people... I thought that was hilarious. I'm glad you find it and hilarious. I know I butchered the punchline there. No,
0: no, 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 fine. I can explain. Because again, at one point there was, there there were art, there were art galleries. There were there were like, there were art galleries, there were drum circles. There was a lot of illicit substances that I may or may not have done in drum, those drum cir- circles. And my God, was it fun. <laughs> and you could also get robbed if you went too far from those drum circles. There was only Cabo, and there was Salvador, Deli. Real ones know what exactly what I'm talking about. Smelly Cat was always there, but it was a bunch oh, of hippies. Yeah. It was a bunch of just fun, and you could also get robbed if you stepped out of the circle
1: entirely too far. God, I miss those days. Yes, <laughs> it, it was. It was real versatile, man. And I, so I moved to Noda, Cod. I mean, I had spent a ton of time there. I think going back to like 2014. And I stayed there for a Colonizer. while, and even then, I was still too late. I, <laughs> am I making you feel old? <laughs> I am. But I'm telling you this: even here's what's crazy. It's the fact that I actually still, with all of the move, or with all of the movement and everything that's happened with Noda, like I still have caught a little bit more than what everybody else has now. Yeah, yeah, no, no. It's Disney. The amount of buildings that have gone up in Noda, even on the other side of the Craighead tracks, even going past the Renaissance development away from Cabo and, and the heart of Noda, I mean, there are building a ton of stuff there. And it's crazy even for me, somebody that is young and not grandma like you, to see all what's yeah,
0: going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this is, this is absolutely nuts. I've been going to notice since 2008, and it's changed a lot in the 13 years. It used to be from a place that I would go to all the time to a place I don't really go to anymore, and it makes me sad. And that meme just made me feel old, and I need to go find my walker and put, put my tennis balls on my walker right now. <laughs> so I'm going to go is do that, that right it's- now.
1: Has it become Broda to you? Do you think that fits?
0: Eh, yeah, but like <laughs> it always kind of was. So like it mm-hmm. like that's the thing. There's certain tags to it that like if you go, if you've been there long enough, it already kind of was. The only thing is now it just extended to South End. That's it. That's all. it yeah,
1: is. Yeah, I hear. For sure. All right. That wraps up this edition of Lockdown Hornets. Thanks again for supporting the show. We always appreciate it. Now tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Lockdown NBA or any show on the Lockdown Podcast Network. We'll be back to recap the game tonight against the Miami Heat on Monday. Make sure you guys have a great weekend. Again, we'll be back with you then.